Ladies and gentlemen, if you are a federal employee considering maybe moving over to the private sector, or maybe you're considering a federal job, this video is going to help you think through the biggest things to consider on the finance side, the benefit side, and some of the non-financial things as well to compare apples to apples. Because sometimes it's really hard to compare when the benefits really don't line up and it's hard to compare apples to apples of what you got on the private side compared to the federal government. So we're going to dive right in. Now, today's video is based on a question we received via, there's a link in every YouTube video description where people submit questions to us. And this is one, I'm going to actually read the question and then we'll go through and answer it for them. Okay, so this question they asked, they say, I resigned from federal service on in August of 2022 after serving a little over nine years in the federal government. My high three is about $150,000. I was striving for MRA plus 10, but fell short by nine months after falling out with my, my supervisor. I decided my mental health and family were more important, so I resigned. I'm wondering if it would benefit me to go back into the federal government so I can get over the 10 years in the government and be eligible for federal insurance. Currently, I am getting a better job offer soon at a pay rate of about 89000 in the federal government. Um, I also have an offer from a company that's considerably more than the 89000 but it would require me to go into the office every single day. Okay, so now that we have a frame of reference of what this person is dealing with, long story short, they almost did 10 years in the federal government. They left, they resigned. And they're now deciding, should I go back to the federal government to a lower paying job? Before they were getting paid about 150 grand, they could take a federal position at about 90,000, or they could go take a private sector position where the pay is significantly more. Let's talk through some of the biggest things to consider. Number one is insurance. Insurance is a massive, massive deal. If you're eligible to retire with the federal government and you're fully eligible, you can get health insurance, you can get life insurance, you get dental vision. There's a bunch of things. Now, health insurance is really the one that is the most valuable for most people because the government pays about 70 to 75% of the premiums for all federal employees and federal retirees as long as you're eligible. So that is a huge thing and it allows you to retire most often before 65. And most people on the, on the private sector, they often keep working until 65 plus to be able to get on Medicare. So having the insurance side is a massive deal on the federal side, okay? Next, it's your pension. Whenever you work with the federal government, you pay into the pension system. As long as you're eligible to retire, then you would get a pension, a monthly payment every single month, which that is very, very rare to see over here on the private side, okay? So in this example, this, this federal employee's example, they had almost 10 years and getting up to 10 years would increase their pension, right? They'd be able to get more from their pension for every extra they, year they did with the federal government, right? And one thing, of course, we don't know is this person's age, exactly where, they're, where they are and how much longer they'd have to work to get um, insurance and pension. But those are big, some of the big factors when thinking about the federal government. Those are huge benefits that the private sector really has a hard time um, trying to replace, okay? Now, one thing that is also huge is the security of a federal position. Now, I can't speak to every agency and every position out there, but generally speaking, once you're a federal employee, you're a federal employee until you don't want to be a federal employee, right? Now, there's some exceptions, there's some jobs, like let's say firefighters, where, where there is a date where you gotta get out, right? There is a mandatory retirement date, but generally speaking, 
federal employee work is very secure compared to the private sector. Now, of course, the federal government has their issues too, whether it be government shutdowns or whatever it might be, but generally speaking, there is a lot of security that comes with the federal government. You get great insurance and your pension, you get a pension as well, which is huge, okay? Now, on the private sector, what do you get? Well, generally speaking, you can get higher salary. That's not always the case. Sometimes a federal position is actually very hard to replicate on the private sector. It depends on your industry and what your job is. But generally speaking, the, the salaries tend to be better because they're not having to fund, let's say, your, your pension, or they're not having to fund insurance in retirement. So therefore, they put that extra money into your pay. Now, when it comes to being better off in retirement, most people, when they get extra paid, they just actually spend more, right? They spend more so their retirement actually isn't better because they just spent more money and they didn't have these forced saving instruments, almost like a pension, right? They're, they're forced to put money into their pension and their government saves some for them so they have something come retirement. Over here, when you just get higher pay, it takes more discipline on your side to make sure you're going to be okay with retirement. It's not as set as it is over on the, on the federal government side, okay? On the federal government side, isn't it completely set? You still have to save into the TSP and, and do these things to make sure you're gonna be okay, but it's certainly way less set on the private sector, generally speaking. Now, some private employers do have pensions. It's just very rare. It's very rare, okay? Now, so let's say your salary is bigger. In this example, this question, his, his salary definitely would be bigger with a private um, sector, right, in the private sector. Now, the one thing that makes it very hard to compare is every single job out there in the private sector, the benefits are different, right? With the federal government, there's a lot of things that are the same for almost all federal employees, right? On the private sector, the benefits vary. They vary. The match they might give you on your, T, uh, your 401k or 403b on your investments, that varies, right? The quality of, let's say, bosses and, and your work-life balance and the security, that varies, right? All of these things vary. The benefits, what they pay for your health insurance varies and what they offer in retirement varies. All these things vary tremendously. So that's what makes it difficult sometimes to compare between the private sector and the federal, the federal government. So, but here are the biggest things to consider. Now, in this example specifically, this person that says, hey, I almost have my 10 years. Should I go back in efforts to get the insurance and increase my pension and those sort of things? And my gut answer is, yeah, probably. Just because just, he was so close to 10 years, he just had, let's say another six months or so Right? If he just worked for the federal government for another six months, he'd be able to lock in insurance for the rest of his life. He'd be able to lock in a bigger pension for the rest of his life. And then he could leave and go to the private sector and make more money and do things like that. So if you're close to a big milestone on the federal, federal side, it's going to probably be hard to replicate that sort of bump you'd get by hitting a new milestone, whether it's retirement eligibility or being able to get insurance or whatever it might be. Okay. Uh, but that being said, sometimes the private private sector has lots of perks as well. There's just pros and cons. These are the things to consider. Now, one thing I will say before I let you go here, um, when it comes to your pension, that can be very, very valuable, as you might have suspected. And here is an idea to give you a sense of how hard it is to replicate your pension um, when it comes to how much extra pay you would have to have to be able to replicate your pension, okay? Let's do an example. Let's say that your pension um, from the federal government is, let's say, 40K a year, okay? I know many of you don't have that high or some have bigger pensions than that, but let's say you get 40K a year once you retire from the federal government, okay? Just as an example. Well, what would it take 
to get paid over here to be able to replicate a pension of 40K a year. Okay. Well, long story short, there's different ways to do this, but a simple way to do it is to divide whatever your pension's going to be by 4%. Okay. By 4%. Long story short, that, that basically gives them the idea of how much money we'd have to have saved for retirement to be, to be able to provide 40K comfortably for the rest of your life in retirement. And if we do this math, to provide 40K a year for the rest of your life, it's a million dollars. It would take a million dollars, okay? A million dollars of retirement savings to be able to replicate a 40K pension for the rest of your life. Um, that's what it would take, right? So pensions, having guaranteed income for the rest of your life, can be very, very helpful, okay? And they, they tend to be worth a lot of money. Now, this isn't perfect, but even if it, let's say, is 800 grand or whatever it may be, that's still a lot of money. You'd have to get paid a lot over here to replicate it. And sometimes people are paid enough over here to replicate it, but of course, it would have to mean that you save the money, you invest it, and you have the discipline and the knowledge to make it happen. Okay. So again, I'm not trying to poo-poo the private sector. I'm just trying to talk through the different benefits of the of the federal government. There's a lot of benefits that are done for you, but the one big thing the private sector does have is there's flexibility, right? You're not locked in. And with the federal government, you got to stay the however many years, right? Or you don't get a lot of the benefits. It's a It's a. It's really a matter of just staying to the end, getting your time, and then retiring. Over here, there's a lot more flexibility. There's potentially more room for growth. It just depends on your position and your agency and, and everything going on, right? So I, I hope that's helpful. Hope that gives you a sense of what things to look at. But if you have any questions yourself that you want us to talk through on a future video, there is a link in the description to submit that to us and we will do our best to cover as many of those questions as we can in the future. But have a great rest of your day. I'll see you guys next time.